Insurance agents from around the world, welcome to the Insurance Guys podcast, hosted by yours truly, Scott Howell, and the incomparable Bradley Flowers. For agents, by agents, we're here to share real-life experiences, tips, and insights related to all aspects of both being an insurance agent and running a successful agency. So sit back, turn up the volume, and let's get down to business. Insurance agents from around the world, welcome to the Insurance Guys podcast. My name is Scott Howell, your fearless host, and I'm the agency owner and insurance evangelist for iProtect Insurance and Financial Services located in Huntsville, Alabama. And before we get started today, please let me introduce first team All-American Rivals five-star recruit, Located in Sarah Land, Alabama, he is a fantastic insurance agent and a better person. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the incomparable Bradley Flowers. How are you, Bradley? I'm great, Scott. How are you doing today? I am fired freaking up for today's podcast. And let me tell you two reasons why. I have a super duper, uber super duper successful business owner in real estate guy here with us today but the better than that i have him live in studio with me and when i get people live with me and they can feed off my energy they just go crazy it's like being at a nascar event at talladega so i am fired up guys let me introduce our guest today he is a real estate agent and owns a real estate agency or in the mobile serves mobile and baldwin counties in birmingham alabama as well been in the real estate business for about three and a half years and probably been in it longer than that, yep. but actually has 125 real estate agents with their firm. That's a mic drop there. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the other incomparable Mr. Jason Will. How you doing, Jason? Hey, I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for joining us today. Bradley, are we on Facebook Live? or did we I just, are. Did I just hear What's that? What's Johnny doing? Did I just hear a rumor about that? I don't know. So let's talk a little bit about, let's back up for just a little bit, Jason, and let's talk a little bit. How did you get in the uh, real estate game? How have you somehow managed to build your brand and your business that fast, this quickly? And just let's talk about that. And then I want to touch on the Agency 2021 Gary Vaynerchuk conference that you went to as well. But before we get into that, how did you get in the real estate market? Well, I started in, in 2004. And, uh, you know, like you mentioned, I went into business with myself in, in uh, October of 2013. Mm-hmm. And we actually got fired. I was with Big uh, Box Brokerage and, uh, and got fired. And uh, it, was, it turned out to be the biggest blessing of my life. And, mm-hmm. and it just it kicked me out of the nest and mm-hmm. forced me to spread my wings. And, and, uh, and here we are today. I've had an opportunity to, to really find my passion uh, which is teaching and training agents and social media and content creation. I'm just, I'm obsessed with content creation right now. I love it. I love it. Let's talk a little bit about that. But before we do, Agency 2021 Conference, Gary Vaynerchuk, I want to hear what your thoughts were on going down there and being a part of it, just being a, and, and, and a, you, a guest. You, he's on the real estate side, and we've actually, we've had four yep. of the, the speakers from the insurance side on the podcast. We had Chris Paradiso, 
Kelly Donahue P. P. Rowe, right. and uh, Matt and Zach, who are on the same podcast with GNN right. Insurance, which will be out by the time this is out. Right, absolutely. So tell us a little bit about it. What did you think about it? I loved it. I was a little apprehensive about going down there because it was 800 bucks for one day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'd kind of written it off, but I had an opportunity to, through the, uh, through the Time Ferry organization, mm-hmm. so Tom, I'm a coaching client of Time Ferry, so he sends out an email that says, hey, for a hundred and... I don't know what it was, $25 or something. I can have dinner with Gary V after the conference, a private dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, that made it worth it, huh? Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll spend the 800 bucks. And <laughs> you then you did it that day. <laughs> didn't you? Yeah. As soon as the email went out, I signed up and, uh, and I told my wife she was all in too. So we went down there. I thought it was incredibly impactful because I've heard Gary V speak many, many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I follow him on social media. Um, I, I heard him speak live for the first time, I think, in 2012. And that message has not changed. Mm-hmm. I think his his voice, at least, has gotten louder in my head. And at Agent 2021, he talked, he just really stressed content creation. So he advised the real estate agents. He said, when you get back home, and I started doing it right there. Mm-hmm. I, I, st- I put an infographic on Facebook. He said, I want you to hire a freelance writer, find Mm. freelance writers in your community, become the local newspaper, just be the resource for all things in your community. And he goes, hire a videographer and start shooting content like crazy. Have you hired a videographer? We have. We we have not hired a full-time. I have a part-time videographer, Uh Uh but it's going to get to the place where I'll have two full-time videographers. I mean, I can see that down the road that Mm -hmm. we'll have – Multiple videographers will have, I think what the, the evolution of this will be multiple videographers and we will subcontract out the editing. So right now I've got a part-time guy who's doing a bunch of shooting, a bunch of editing, and he's just covered up. Yeah. So what kind of, what kind of content are you guys putting out there right now on social media? So right now it's a slow evolution. You can imagine like when you see the, the stuff that makes Gary Vaynerchuk's content so good mm-hmm. is that it is just so raw mm-hmm. and in but the it's moment quality at the same time it is it is and if you try to do that in this real life layman right. environment it it is tough right because you just never know i mean i i don't know how he does it but that the camera is just rolling all right. the time right and right. so a bunch of it just probably gets thrown in the trash sure and they just take out the little bitty nuggets right. but you can imagine you know it's difficult to have somebody just pointing a camera on you at all yeah. times anyway yeah. just right. rolling the film so right now we focus on training events he is typically with me at something like this um, just shooting in the background. And so it's a little more purposeful. And we're really, it's an evolution to get in that space where we're just driving down the road and having a conversation. Mm-hmm. He turns the video camera on. I so, but we're, we're getting there. Right. Yeah. I wish he was here right now. That'd be awesome. Yeah. He's really, really good. You know, I was lucky to, to get him. He ha- he's actually married to one of the agents on my team uh-huh. and wanted to transition into real estate, had a full time job, making 50 grand a year with benefits and, wanted to transition actually as an agent, Mm -hmm. but he, he was a a part-time video guy for his church. And so he had some skills and he's just teaching himself on the go and he's, he's pretty talented. How long does it take him to edit? Let's say he goes out with you for a day, you know, uh, or half a day or whatever. How long does it take him to edit and get up, get it up online? Not long. I mean, he's posting stuff on Dropbox, mm-hmm. ready to go at like 10 o'clock at night and stuff. Right. So he'll he'll go home at 4 or 5. And do you and post it or does he post it? We share the load. Okay. So he'll post it and he schedules posts. 
And then sometimes I'll take some content he creates and I'll run it back through iMovie and cut out a little snippet. Mm-hmm. But that's the big thing is mm-hmm. taking, getting some big chunks of content mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then chopping it all up mm-hmm. into little segments. Is, he, put, is he putting music with exactly. it in the whole in the whole nine yards like like Gary does, where you know when it comes on, it's got the the intro on it and everything. Or yeah, it, okay, yeah, and that's he, cool. Yeah, and he's really really good. So you know, I was just at a mastermind in Atlanta with one of the top agents in Minnesota and uh-huh. he's got two videographers, right. like a full-time editing crew. Right. And it's just, it's content, content, content sure. all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think you're right. I think Gary's really pushing that right now to become the, what I call the mayor of your village. Yeah. Become your own media company. Yeah. Is, is, sure. Is, to, for me, I mean, my number one thing that I did, my first thing I do every day is, okay, what, what are my posts going to be? What's yeah. my social going to be yeah. today? Yeah. I sort of do it in the moment because right. that allows me to go, with the ebb Absolutely. and flow of what's going on in social Absolutely. that day, you know we right. you know right now we've got that that big Yanny and Laurel thing that's going on. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. And my wife's name is Laurel, and she runs an insurance agency, and and she doesn't do that. She's mm-hmm. she gets to the office and she's hammered down. Yeah. If anything happens that day, trending wise, she right. doesn't you know doesn't know about it usually. And I called her. I said, "You got to listen to me right now." Sure. It's like. Your name is going viral <laughs> across all social media. It's like, so this is exactly what you need to do. You right, know, so I think right. there's there's several ways to do it, but I think allowing yourself to do it day by day is, is certainly gives you an advantage. Yeah. Well, at this mastermind, you know, they were talking about like relevancy scores and the analytics and That's deep. Yeah. yeah. And I don't I don't get into that. I'm more of a throw it against the wall and see if it sticks kind sure. of guy. And sure. I know I should be more focused uh-huh. on the analytics. Uh-huh. But I think what I'm trying to do, I am super focused on the value of right. the content. Right. And so for me, it's all about value. How I think about if before I post something, is this have any value to offer sure. the right. public? Sure. And so that's where I'm at right now. And to clarify for the listeners, what relevant score is when you do a Facebook ad, Facebook assigns it a relevant score from one to 10, one being the least, 10 being the most. A 10 is sort of like a unicorn. I've had a right. 9 before right. on an Alabama and Auburn deal. Right, right, um, right. That's but, pretty darn uh, good. But, but what you know is so if, so if you have a really, really high relevance score, mm-hmm. but you're, let's say you're trying to convert people, if you have a really, really high relevance, relevance score, but your conversions are down, well, then theoretically there's something wrong with that ad mm-hmm. that you should tweak and vice mm-hmm. versa. Mm-hmm. So how do you improve your relevance score? Post call, good content. Call Mark, Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. You Post, just mm-hmm. te- test, 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 yeah, test. Yeah. I mean. Right. Okay. So so let's talk a little bit more about branding your agency. Okay. And, you know, obviously you are you are in the middle of that right now and, and really increasing the, it sounds like the, the times that you're posting and the content and moving more towards video and making sure what from an insurance agency standpoint which in my opinion is not real different than real estate give our listeners our insurance agents out there some tips and tricks that you're doing besides what we just talked about things that you feel like would be important for them to to get out there and on social media yeah that's a good question i i think it's the same strategy as just creating a post yourself it's all about value Mm -hmm. so when we have insurance agents come to we do these lunch and learns. We call them power lunches. Mm-hmm. I, I try to get these folks that come in to present to not just talk about their company. Mm-hmm. And the pro, I mean, we kind of all offer the same kind of stuff, you know? Right. But what's your story? Like, what's unique about you? Tell me something. Tell me, tell me a time you overcame adversity. Mm-hmm. But I really think that 
if we can partner and educate mm-hmm. the public together, because you know insurance, I know real estate, mm-hmm. but together we have a lot of value we can offer the public. So I'm constantly encouraging my agents to reach out to insurance people, mortgage people, title people, mm-hmm. and make create content mm-hmm. that solves a problem, helps people make money or save money. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big win. Yeah. So just getting getting out, find real estate agents. And you know, Bradley was talking about doing lunch and learns where he kind of imparts his social media knowledge on on real estate agents. I think that's a brilliant idea. I think that's the best way. And so what you're talking about is kind of creating a power team. And, and power team to there. the listeners that are all insurance agents. I'm not talking about doing a lunch and learn for real estate agents and saying this is how my insurance product is the best thing in the world. It's, it's the yeah. opposite. It's how am I going to help you? Not right. insurance-wise. How am I going right. to help you social media-wise? How am I going to help you sales-wise? Mm-hmm. How, how, whatever, you're, mm-hmm. whatever you're good at. Do you even talk about insurance at all in those lunch and learns? Do you do any discussion of... I, ha- I haven't done a lunch and learn yet. Now, I've spoken to groups of realtors, and, mm-hmm. and typically it's providing some sort of value. And then at the very end, it's, hey, look, here's my number. You all have it. If you call me for a quote, I'm going to get you a quote in five minutes. And right. usually their draws drop because in this part of the world, it's a two-hour turnaround is right. fast. That's that's awesome. Yeah, so Same thing about me recruiting, <clears throat> me recruiting agents. I help them grow their business, mm-hmm. and they, they subconsciously feel like they need to repay that. So it's just that it's that whole deposit right. before I try right. before you ask for a withdrawal, make a deposit. So – 125 agents, how, and I understand those are independent contractors. That's right. So a lot of them don't have a desk. I'm sure there's shared desk space and those types of things. Right. But, but still, I mean, that's a lot of people to keep your arms around and keep informed. And, and I'm sure that each one has their own method of how they contact you and how much they need you. And how do you manage all that? Well, we have a CEO for each office. <clears throat> it's a broker CEO. Mm-hmm. And that's the avatar we're looking for somebody to, 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 to kind of be both roles, uh, the office leader and the broker. And so they feel I, I have zero interest in answering mm-hmm. legal questions sure. and <laughs> dealing with any of that mess. Mm-hmm. I, but I am 100% accessible to a marketing question, a sales question. How do you generate leads? Mm-hmm. I'll take those questions all day, all night long. Right. I mean, I, don't, if, I tell people, if you see my Facebook green light on, message me and see right. if I respond. Just test me and see right. what happens. Right. And that's a recruit. It, I, you know, I don't care what brokerage they're at. Yeah. Okay. But as long as it's not a legal question, because I, I cringe yeah, at that yeah, kind right, of I right. don't want to deal with that. Not a lawyer. No. I get it. I'm trying to think what other ways we can kind of roll this into parlaying it into to insurance agents. And I think we've kind of said it in terms of working with real estate agents. Guys, if you're listening to this podcast, after 22 podcasts, somewhere in that range that we've done and hearing, you know, different people say different things. The one thing that's the common denominator that I hear, create value first. Mm-hmm. Create value first. Give, give value first. Jason, what do you look for in a referral partner, whether it be any kind of business? What are you looking for in a referral partner? Somebody that can help me educate my agents and help us educate the public together. Like, for instance, I mean, there's so many ins and outs to insurance and title and mortgage. That's your specialty. Just think about all the ways that we can educate the public on different products, different services. The content is really, really endless. When people come into our power lunches and they just want to talk about 
hey, I'm with so-and-so insurance company and, and we have commercial lines and, you know, it, it's just like, I'm, I'm falling asleep. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to hear about you and what makes you special and, and how you got in the business, what's mm-hmm. your story mm-hmm. and, and, and how we can work together to, to educate the public. Cause that's really, that's how we're going to get business moving right. forward. That's how we're going to take market share, like massive market mm-hmm. share is by letting people see behind the curtain, show them the work behind the work. And there's a lot of misconceptions out there. There's an insurance agent in Baldwin County that I don't, she's building a reputation right now for saving people money. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you should highlight, you should shine a light on that. I, mean, I think that's the best way. So what, what other, besides social media going across all platforms, what other stuff are you guys doing with your, with your real estate agency? In terms of growing the and well, growing the yeah, business, advertising, marketing—you know, obviously, social being a pretty big platform. But you know, I always tell people you got to do it all. You can't just do Facebook. What's the, what's the customer experience like yeah. at JWRE? Well, and, and more than that, uh, I guess before we get to that, like, are you guys doing television? Or are you doing billboard? Or are you doing any other form of advertising to get your get your name out there besides social? Or what else are you guys doing? <laughs> I'm fascinated in in mass media marketing. Mm-hmm. Billboards, the problem with billboards is that you need a lot of them to have an impact. And they're mm-hmm. expensive to begin with. And they are expensive. So it's funny you ask that because I will send Lamar, they probably get tired of it, but I send them emails periodically like, hey, what's the price on this? And and you'll see the prices are coming down and they're cutting deals. Mm-hmm. I think very, I heard Gary talking about it the other day, he, can't, he still can't believe how expensive billboards are. Mm-hmm. But I think... The more that you can negotiate them, yeah, you can, and it, it's it's gonna come down. It's mm-hmm. just like print advertising. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. dropping way, way down. And the more people that kind of get out of that space, mm-hmm. you know, the competition gets less. But I, I'm all about that. I mean, a long term plan I have is you know this Alexander Shinar effect. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's mm-hmm. proven that that crap works mm-hmm. big time. Television. And morning drive, afternoon drive, big believer in it. It's just really, really expensive. The social media is just such an underpriced attention. Mm-hmm. And you and get you can s- reach exactly who oh you want. God, it's amazing. It is amazing. So for us at this point right now, besides this podcast, and I, I turn this podcast into a social media platform sure. as much mm-hmm. as I can, sure. that we are just, we are all in on, on social media. Mm-hmm. But Long term, I, I want to negotiate a, a big billboard deal and, and get those out there, right? Because it's huge. I mean, the agent that uh, has the two videographers I was talking about in uh, in Minnesota, he's got sixty billboards. Mm-hmm. Wow, he's on radio, mm-hmm. he's on TV, and he's and he's putting out mm-hmm. just massive amounts of his own content. Do they all stay in the same spot. His billboards. Because what some people will do, and this is actually what Alexander Shinara does, I believe, he has what they call a bump. On his billboard. Yeah, yeah. So what that means is if somebody else comes in and says, I want that billboard, right. they move it. Mm-hmm. But now you get a much lower price for that. But what it does is for the person who's got the bump, it allows them to be moving around. Sure. And so you might have 10 billboards, but everybody thinks you have 100. Right. Because right, right. they're moving around. Yeah, yeah. And you save a bunch of money. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I totally mm-hmm. believe in that strategy. It's just, it's just really, really expensive. Yeah, no doubt. I'm always intrigued by real estate agencies and how some market 
different ways. I think all of them are, are trying their best to utilize social media. Do you place a lot of emphasis on your agents to, to utilize it and, and brand themselves? Yes. We're very, very different than a lot of the brokerages. And I, I started out at a brokerage in 2004 uh-huh. that was really pushing the agent brand over the brokerage brand. Mm. Really? Yeah. And I don't really know what has happened. I mean, that's what kind of ingrained it and conditioned it in me, but they've gotten away from it. Mm-hmm. And in uh, many of these other brands, you know, you, you recognize the balloon and all these other things. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they are so into that brokerage brand. Mm-hmm. And I am constantly asking real estate agents, who are your customers doing business with? The balloon or you? I right, mean, wh- right. why are they coming back to you to buy and sell? I don't really think at the end of the day, although the brand is recognizable, mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with why they're doing mm-hmm. business with you. Right. So we're, we're trying to cultivate CEO mindsets, mm-hmm. business owner mindsets, as opposed to agent mindsets and having the mindset of a salesperson. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, in terms of there's a lot of different things that kind of come along with that mindset, one of them being being accountable to your results and things like that. And, sure. and salespeople, I think, are reactionary. Business owners are more proactive. But we're all about the agent brand, and I want it to be about them and not me. So I encourage them to make their branding predominantly about mm-hmm. them. And then our brokerage logo, you'll see it. It's, it's just large enough to be legal. Wow. That's it. Okay. So, and, and that's you know that's what I tell. I talk to a lot of new insurance agents. I go up uh, to our home office at least once a year for the last few years and talk to a group of about fifteen or twenty new insurance agents. And I love that because my job is to go blow holes into all of their plans. And right. Say, right. You know, not in a mean way, but just you know, I'm going to keep it real. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's no silver bullets. It's hard work. But one thing I tell them is, look, you need to brand you. You don't need to brand the company over you. You mm-hmm. need to brand yourself. Now, you need to use that big brand if mm-hmm. you need it to gain leverage and to gain credibility with the client. You know, mm-hmm. if I had just moved to Mobile and I got in real estate and I started with JWRE, I would be like, hey, I'm working for Jason Will because right. everybody knows Jason Will. Mm-hmm. But eventually you need to pull away from that and you need to brand you because if you're not doing that, you are no different than every other insurance agent mm-hmm. that works for XYZ insurance mm-hmm. company. Right. Right. You know, I've got people that have no idea what companies I represent because they want to buy insurance from me. And that's no disrespect to any carrier whatsoever. That's you, you got to look out for yourself. Right. I mean, you put your mask on yourself before you put it on anybody else in the airplane. That's right. Because you got to look out for a number one first. Right. Absolutely. Right. And I, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I don't think any of it works by itself, but in concert, I think it all works well together if you do it the right way and are very thoughtful, you know, measure what you're doing, see what's working make some tweaks and changes to it over time. And it's not something that any of it, none of it works overnight, you know. Right. But over time, it does. And I know you're moving up into the Birmingham market. Is that something that you guys have been doing recently, or is that something you've been doing for a while, having an office up in that area? Yeah, fall of 2017, we started making that move, and it's been slow and steady. But we've got an amazing uh, CEO broker up there trying to get her more into the social media. I mm-hmm. mean, she's 
She's a knockout, for one thing. She should be all over social media. She looks good, sounds good. It's like every time she gets on Facebook Live, it's like she she could be a newscaster. But she's just, she's very self-conscious and she wants to vomit every time she does it. But it's just, it's an evolution for her. And she gets such great response. I'm like, look at the support you have on social media. I mean, you've got to deep dive on that. So she promises me she's coming out with a consistent show the first one launches like June 7th, so I'm excited to see that. But uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, one of the things I do is all the content that I create. I've got a targeted boost. It's called Birmingham Recruiting that mm-hmm. puts it in front of every brokerage that uh, that I can find in the Birmingham area mm-hmm. and stay in front of them. And then the other thing is, is we are open book on training. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't believe in keeping secrets. I don't care if my competition hears about it. That's been something I've learned for Gary as well about Mm. giving abundantly more than you can ever expect in return. And if you really want to blow it out of the park, give without any expectation of a return. And it's just going to, it's going to come back to you 20 fold. Absolutely. And that has really rang true. And it's got a lot of people freaked out because nobody's really doing it because uh-huh. nobody wants the competition right. mm-hmm. to know what they're doing. Yeah, but right. the fact of the matter, I, you know, I've got so many brokerages that are pissed off at me and, and, and probably want just waiting for me to get in a car accident or, or contract some <laughs> kind of illness or something. But it's funny to me because I'm like, I put everything out there. All you got to do is rip it off and duplicate it. Sure. But they're just, they're, they're just, they'd rather spend time going, I hate him. I hope he dies instead of just putting it into action. I don't know what I've heard before. Man, Jason Will puts his picture on everything. Like, well, are you, no we were, shit. That's because he wants you to know what he looks like. Right. like. We were laughing about that. Yeah, my picture's on all my signs. Right, so right. if you list with me, you got to look at my sign every time you, you back right. out of your driveway. Um, but it's, it's like a mini billboard. And uh, we encourage exactly. all of our agents to put their images on signs. And there's, there's a pushback in our industry to get out of that. Like, put, take your bi- picture off your business card and take mm-hmm. your picture off this. And I'm like, to heck with that. Yeah, right. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, no, I agree. I, if I was a real estate agent, I'd do the exact same thing. Well, you know, I think that um, I think the real estate market and the insurance industry parallel each other pretty well. I think there are a lot of similarities. I think that in both industries, uh, success equals hard work. There's no magic pill. There's no secret formula. I do think that the more successful you are in the in the insurance business and and in real estate, I, I think it gets a little easier. The more your name gets out there, and the more people know you, it seems to kind of implode on itself a little bit. And then when you just get started, and nobody knows what you're doing, and they don't know if you're going to make it or not, so I think there's some lim- similarities there too. I do still, from time to time, wonder uh, in terms of relationships with real estate agents. I think me, one of the weaknesses I think we have in my agency is really cracking that code on how to get in front of those real estate agents and really develop those deep relationships where they're, you know, slinging, slinging business to you. And one thing I've noticed is, you know, most real estate ag- or insurance, uh, excuse me, real estate agents, a lot of them, maybe they sell four or five, six houses a year. If you've got a, real est- a, a relationship with that person, you know, it seems like you've got a lot more fish to go after if you're going after, like, say, a, uh, a mortgage broker or somebody who may be doing 30, 40 transactions a month. Right. So you see the, you see yeah. the difference there. And, it, you know, and I know, I know a few real estate, large in, real estate agencies that are, that are either opening or about to open up their own insurance agency. Oh, really? And I don't know what kind of conflict of interest there is there or if there is one. In that scenario, 
I think they are seeing business that could be had through their agency that maybe is walking out the door, residual income that could, you know, they could be doing. I just, for me, I don't want to get in the real estate market. I need to focus on insurance and vice versa. I feel like if you're going to be in real estate, you need to be in real estate, right. not answering, <coughs> you know, not answering calls on a home and auto claim at 10 o'clock at night. But I guess if you've got a good good agency manager, you could you could make that work. But I have I have seen a few that are that are venturing off into that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, they're it's it's developing, you know, diversifying your income streams. Right. But also, there's some pressure in the real estate industry with the mm-hmm. compression of our fees. We are constantly under mm-hmm. attack for how much money we make. We're right. always looked at, at being overpaid. And, uh, and so you're going to see over the next five and 10 years, I think some pressure on us. And, and then the, the other thing is there's a lot of percentages out there. Everybody knows what you make. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. And there's a lot of big players. I mean, there was something on the news today about, you know, one of the, the portals about Elon Musk, you know, showing interest to in get in the real estate business, Amazon's deep in it. And, you know, people are just freaked out about the long arm of Silicon Valley coming into our industry. And they're like, we need to diversify and get into some of these other things. Right. And so some of these brokers are saying, and the competition is getting so tough. Mm-hmm. So many people mm-hmm. are getting into the real estate mm-hmm. industry that brokers are saying, well, you, I've got, they're just cutting their splits down. And right. and so they need these ancillary services to, to recoup the income. Yeah. yeah. Well, welcome to the, in, the insurance business. <laughs> yeah. We, we've been seeing all of this for, for quite a while. And well, especially lately, we see, you know, reduced commissions and you've got well, the you, you, commodity standpoint of insurance. And it sounds a lot like... Like what y'all, have, y'all are following in our footsteps. And then you have InsureTech. You have yeah, companies like right. this company called Lemonade that I'm sure everybody listening to this has heard of. That, sure. You know, it's an app you download, and you're right. essentially texting a bot. It's it's all mm-hmm. it's, uh, artificial intelligence, and it gives you your quote right then and there. And so it, you it's, got stuff it's just like, name, address, and birth date? And uh, no, they, they, they get into oh, it. Oh, do they? But, it, okay. but it, it, and you bind it right there so that, you know, you got agents dealing with that. you got companies like like Swift mm-hmm. that I'm sure you've heard of mm-hmm. that, that they do all big data analytics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and a, and a lot of these carriers now are, are, you know, they're run by people out of Silicon Valley and they're not insurance companies. And all they're mm-hmm. doing is they're hoping that somebody comes in and they have a big exit and a state farm or all state or a nationwide buys them. And, you know, what, there was one carrier that's really popular here in Alabama that that's on this, this technology deal and, and they're being written like crazy right now. And, Guess what? We had a big hailstorm a few months ago. They're canceling every single policy in the state of Alabama next mm-hmm. next, next renewal. Wow! wow. So you, you, wow. you run into stuff like that. You sure. run into people like that that take the world by storm. Right. But but the people like us three who are mm-hmm. we're a person, but we're also innovating. Mm-hmm. It allows us to stay ahead of the game. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, there's a lot of people in our industry that are just they're so stuck on the tried and true. Mm-hmm. How we've done it is how, how we're always going to do it, and I just don't Those know. Are words of death, my friend. <laughs> this is how we've always done it. Is, is you're going downhill? Right. Well, I, I was I was meeting with a recruit the other day, and she is you know she is probably in her mid forties, and she loves tech, and she's really excited about tech. She got into the real estate industry uh, around the first of the year, and the company she's at is very traditional. And they were at a sales meeting the other day, and she said she heard from the top brass say. You know, I hear uh, there's all these uh, real estate agents and companies kind of jumping on this technology bandwagon, but we're in the relationship business. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that, I mean, I, I spent like three days, like all through the weekend, kind of stewing over that and went Facebook Live and just was like, bam, 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 that's retarded. Um, but they have a point. I mean, we're in the relationship business. Sure. 
but technology allows us to get into relationship with like thousands yeah. of people I mean, that we never right. had the opportunity to do before. Do you not think that people listening to Agent 251 podcast, which is Jason's podcast, if you have not subscribed, subscribe right now. Oh, that's do you a good not plug. think do you not Same think that people listening to that are not going to feel like they know you before they meet you? Exactly. Just for a simple example, and you got the same thing with Facebook Live, Instagram Live, Instagram videos, Facebook videos, blog posts. Mm-hmm. It, it's, a, it's a way for you to be more relational to that person. You know, I think one thing, Gary Vee did a video on Good Day New York where they were just tearing him up about cyberbullying and, and all this stuff. And his response, the, the news anchor said, well, now you... And he was very against young kids being on social media. And Gary's response... And he, his his statement was is well used to they'd go to school and be bullied they went home they had an outlet now there's no outlet now the bullying's everywhere and that's right and he said well that's your opinion now i'm going to set you straight and mm-hmm. he said did you know the average 15 year old girl now says they had they have 3.5 best friends whereas years ago it was 1.2 or some crazy right. stat like that and it's because it allows you to form relationships there's people that i've never met that i feel like i know sure you being one of them before we ever met, I felt right. like, you know, like, right. and we, we met in this building and it was like, we, you know, love so. it, love it first sight after y'all met on yeah. social media. Me and Scott, me yeah. and Scott. That's, that's <laughs> how this, we met on Instagram. We met on Instagram. I'll, I'll t- let, me, let me, let me set the story straight on how we met. Okay. So I told it in the last <laughs> podcast episode with Mike Stromso. Yeah. And right. I must've got it wrong because. No, 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 <laughs> you didn't not know. Um, you kind of, you gave it a 30,000 footer. Let me tell you exactly how we met. Get after it, big dog. Get after so, it. <laughs> so you were posting on Instagram. I kind of gotten on Instagram and started doing some stuff on Instagram. I, I'd kind of really just gotten started on Instagram and he posted something one day about the value of a local agent. You, Bradley, you did. I don't even remember. You did. You posted something about the value of a local agent. And I remember thinking, my gosh, I have finally found somebody that thinks the way that I think. Because in the insurance business, and I don't know why this is, but you see very little of anybody, whether it's an agent or a company. I mean, 62% of progressives' business, auto business, is written by insurance agents, me being one of them. But every commercial they, they run has the two stupid guys that are insurance agents. So yeah. I, nobody seems to want to discuss the value of a local agent. So one day I was on my value of a local agent you know, thing that I've got going, and uh, Bradley posts something about the value of a local agent. And I remember thinking, Yahtzee, I have finally found somebody that wants to talk about the value of a local agent. So I sent him a, sent him a quick message on, on uh, Instagram that pretty much just said that. And then he started following me, and we went back and forth, and then th- that led to where we sit today, which I just gave you the a little bit more of a cliff note version. But um, I think I was I had a social media question, and I'd ask you for your phone number. Uh-huh. I was basically wanting to well, d- date Bradley off of. <laughs> I'd, I'd like slid in your DMs, Bradley. You slid into the. DMs. And, and I'm sure when I called him, I think you were. I could tell on the phone you were a little nervous about me calling you because you were just like, I don't know this guy. I don't know anything about him. But we started Maybe talking. Not. I don't know. But we started talking. You must just, have messaged me on Snapchat because I'm on Instagram right now and I don't. See, I don't see you on here. I don't see that message. Oh, well, I, I was going to pull it up. And we were going to have a really cool serendipitous. I know moment moment, moment here, right? <laughs> So, well, however I did it, I just remember getting getting yeah. in touch with you, and um, and and ended up we talked on the phone a little bit, and mm-hmm. then that started, and then a couple of weeks, month later, or so I was coming down here, and you'd be surprised 
I formed a relationship with a uh, travel agent, mm-hmm. and we're giving away a cruise. Mm-hmm. And somebody asked me in this real technical way, like, I would love to know your process mm-hmm. for capturing the relationship with the cruise planner <laughs> and how you got her on board with basically she gave me the cruise for free and we're giving it away together. And sure. I said, Instagram, I hit the little arrow at the top. <laughs> I typed her name in and I sent her a DM that said, hey, this is what I want to do. Exactly. There's exactly. no problem. I mean, you and this podcast, literally, guys, every single guest, and we have had some guests on this podcast, Heavy especially hitters. even today, yeah. that we did not deserve to have. Absolutely. I mean, our first our first speaker we had today was Tom Hegna, who charges ten grand to right. give a keynote. Right. Wow. Exactly. Um, Chris Paradiso, right, right up there with them. Absolutely. Matt and Zach from GNN Insurance. Right. <laughs> Jason Will. Right. Um, we we <laughs> you know we've had some people on this podcast that we do not deserve to have on this podcast. I agree. And it's all come from direct message, literally right. everything. Right. I, I DM Tom Hegna on Facebook, mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, here's my assistant's number. I can't get a hold of the assistant, but I'm literally texting Tom Hegna. And he's like, all right, well, let's do it. You yeah, know? Right, right, right. So, so it's, a lot can be accomplished just from, I mean, that's, that is 2018 knocking on doors. Just Absolutely. ask. That, yeah. that, that is, that is, that is, that is exactly what it is. Yeah. 2018 knocking on doors. That's all. So, I mean, yeah, and it's uh, what are they going to say? No, you know. Well, a lot of those people understand the power of these outlets. The, right. The more podcasts they do, the more videos they make, the more stuff they put on YouTube. It just broadens their reach, mm-hmm. and there's just this ripple effect. And it's a perpetuity effect mm-hmm. for a lot of it. I mean, especially if you put on evergreen content, it's going to serve you for years to come. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've got a video I did on the city of Mobile. We've been tracking it. It's got 31,000 views. It's just a community video. You know, the last few weeks, there's been like a thousand minutes Mm -hmm. of of watch time. So, I mean, that's, I mean, I love this stuff. Yeah, no doubt. While we're sitting here right now, that stuff's just working for me. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and, you know, it's, it's a way for you to work while you're not working. I mean, it's, you know what I mean? It's, it's a way for you to, to constantly be out there. I love waking up in the mornings. And having fifteen notifications of people mm-hmm. to to engage with. Absolutely, me too. Yeah. And and I need to do a much better job of it. I've I have what, what did the Baptists say? I backslid lately. I mean, you can tell <laughs> I don't I don't really post. I haven't been posting much. I have too. You know, I'm, I haven't been doing a lot of vlogging or videoing lately, and mm-hmm. it's just because I hadn't felt felt like it. Yeah. And I took a little break, and of course, I've been doing projects like this, and, right. and working on partnering with some mortgage brokers mm-hmm. and that sort of thing, and, and doing other and doing other deals. And I've got a company that. Uh, me and my wife have started called Welcome Y'all, where mm-hmm. we're getting companies to partner with us, and we're going to visit new people mm-hmm. in the area mm-hmm. and saying, "Hey, here's a welcome basket. That's cool. Here's all the people we recommend." Right, mm-hmm. that's and, a good idea. And and so we're, we're we're focusing on that. When I come back to it, it's full force, right, you know. Right. But I felt like I backslid too a little bit mm-hmm. in in that area. But mm-hmm. luckily for myself, I've got enough content, and this mm-hmm. is what this is what's what will happen to you if it hasn't already happened when you. Produce content, produce content, produce content, produce right. content. You have a backlog, right? And so right. I've got. Po- I can post something for the second, third, or fourth time, mm-hmm. and the people seeing it have no idea that it's right. the second, third, or fourth time. Right. right. Y- right. Your right. goal is to. You know what I would do when I first started social media marketing. All I would do is post pictures. Mm-hmm. Well, I had a database on my computer of about a thousand different posts, mm-hmm. and I had exactly what the copy would be. Mm-hmm. And I would log in every morning. And I would pre-schedule them. Right. You know, and that's sort of what I'm doing now with my videos to mm-hmm. to a point. Right. Well, guys, listen, I'm going to wrap this thing up. As I always like to tell you agents out there, rewards come from action, not discussion. 
Get your ass out there and go sell something for your family. Make money for your family. Write good business for the agency that you represent. Write good business for the companies that you represent. Mr. Jason Will, thank you for being here. I enjoyed it so much. Yeah. Bradley Flowers, I love you. Love you too, buddy. (laughs) Thanks, Jason. I I am headed back to Huntsville, Alabama. Ladies and gentlemen. Guys, Scott and I have no end game. We have no course to sell you. We have no funnel to put you in. We have zero sponsors on purpose. We're doing this for free. We have, we're not trying to do anything. Exactly. We're not, you know, we're not, we don't have a course. We don't have a, a conference. I we don't, don't have a course. program. <laughs> our pay, our compensation is for you to subscribe and do me a favor. When you subscribe, subscribe to Mr. Jason Wills podcast, Absolutely. agent two, five, one podcast, screenshot it, post it on Facebook, tag at the insurance guys podcast, and we will put everybody in a little drawing to win a nice little prize. Or we might send you all something. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. I, I'm serious. I think I want to do something and get a get an agent that listens to our podcast down here on the podcast with us. Bring them on. Bring it on. Like, like that's the funnel. Fly, fly, <laughs> fly them down. Put them at the battle house for a night and let them come in that day and just do like an hour long podcast with them and get lunch. If you would be interested in that, let, let us know. know. Thanks, Scott. Guys, y'all have a great day. This is the Insurance Guys podcast. We love you. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Insurance Guys podcast. If you need to know more about me or you need to get in touch with Scott, you can always reach me at theinsuranceguyonline.com or email me at iprotectins at gmail.com. And if you need to get in touch with Mr. Bradley Flowers, go to bradleyflowersinsurance.com or email him at bradley at sarahlandinsurance.com. Guys, we love you. Thank you so much for listening. We look forward to being with you again real soon on the next episode of the Insurance Guys. Take care.